Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a Geek Network special interview. As always, I am your host, Keith, and I am joined by one co-host tonight, and I'll introduce him in just a moment. But first, I want to welcome our special guest, a writer of Finger Guns, Justin Justin Richards. I, I panicked for a moment and thought your name was something else. Oh, oh my God. God. It's right in front of me. <laughs> Justin Richards. How's it going? Hey, man. I had, a, I had a friend growing up named Justin Williams. And for a moment, I was like, Williams. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> well, that's embarrassing. That's but okay. We're going we're gonna to go. We're not going to take a take two. We do it live here. So, <laughs> uh, so great. Uh, thank you for joining us. Definitely for the first time ever. Yeah, this is definitely. certainly the first time we've talked to you. And nothing has ever gone wrong in previous interviews. So I'm glad to hear from you. So, um, Now, as we have not talked about before at geek network our series of shows are based on all forms of media that we consume uh, most of our staff got to know each other simply by talking about what we like um, so in the spirit of our first show binge watching i want to know what have you been watching in this time of course um lots of stuff <laughs> um <laughs> uh, so yeah, i've 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 joined the the cult and watched Tiger King. No, oh, that's, <laughs> that's a high hope for you. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's an interesting show for sure. Um, I've been watching that that show Devs on Hulu. Have you seen that? I really want to. Uh, the cast is incredible. Yeah, it is. So. It's it's been really good. It's one of those slow burns like it really really likes to not tell you anything that's going on but <laughs> it's beautifully shot well cast well acted and like the mystery is good so i've been yeah. enjoying that um i gotta see invisible man finally oh nice which i really like that uh val and i watched that together online <laughs> um and i've been re-watching some community on netflix Excellent. Yeah, love That's it. That's a podcast favorite. We're trying to get Thomas to watch it because he's never seen it. Oh, lucky. I know. It's so good. Yeah, you should convince him. <laughs> I'll tell him, actually. So. <laughs> yeah. Say I give my blessing. Uh, we've been watching um, The Outsider on HBO. Oh, nice. I've been yeah. meaning to. I just haven't gotten around to that one. If you like Stephen King, you'll probably like this. Word. Um, it's really good. Um, I'm it's, not the biggest Stephen King fan. It's written very Stephen King. At least like dialogue wise, that's what I kind of I, I came across. Yeah. A lot of the camera work to me is very David Fincher. Okay. Yes, um, which we're going to talk about because we're going to do a special episode about the series. That's why I'm kind of marathoning that. Nice. And yeah, um, but yeah, I, I'd recommend that, especially Cynthia Revo is absolutely killer in that show. So, but yeah, awesome. Okay, well, for our next question, I'll kick it over to our co-host, uh, Josue. Oh, yes. So, in the spirit of uh, Respawn, ready, uh, any video games you've been playing or tabletops? Um, not tabletops, but I, I've joined the other cult of playing Animal Crossing. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I've uh, been replaying um, Devil May Cry 3. Ooh, and, nice. And um, uh, this one, like, a lot of people will either have no idea what I'm talking about or will be huge fans of this. Have you ever heard of Night Trap before? Night Trap? No, no. actually. So it's actually like kind of a big historical game in a sense. It's I'm not going to tell you it's a great game, but uh, it's a special game that holds a good place in history that like is was one of the big video games that they used in the Congress uh, like sessions that 
led to like the video game rating system being uh, implemented. Oh, the ESRB. Yeah. Um, it's, it's from ninety two. Yeah, it's this crazy uh, FMV video game that. So it's all pre-recorded video of. It's like a mansion that you have control of, like a certain number of uh, security cameras that can watch everything that's going on in the mansion, but you can only watch one at a time. And like, there's these teenagers in the house, and you have to try to protect them from these weird, like vampire uh, ninja characters. I forget what they're called. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sound like I've never played the game. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like they're these weird little, like, like they're just dudes dressed in black walking around with like these weird, horribly made, uh, like, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like these things that wrap around your neck and then they suck the blood out of you. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it's so, like there's traps throughout the house that like you have to try to trap those people before like the kids can die. And so like, there's like a bunch of different ways that it can go and like, you can, you know, watch different rooms at different times throughout it so it's like a highly replayable game it's pretty cool and it came out on switch finally oh so uh, i picked it up yeah well fuck yeah i actually just picked up a few games on the switch too because they're super cheap oh yeah. Uh, yeah yeah there's a lot of good sales going on right now yes um one of my personal favorites golf story if you haven't played it you used to definitely do it <laughs> I, RPG. i've heard of it and it looks good i just haven't gotten around to playing it yet Y'all he finally can. wore me down. I bought it the other day. Yes. <laughs> it's okay. We'll talk about it on Respawn. That's right. Well, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I'm looking at this game now, Night Trap. It looks like it was released on pretty much everything now. Switch, mm-hmm. PlayStation, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah, definitely a, a niche game, but if you like it, you'll really like it. <laughs> and it is, I a, like I said, it's a, it's a piece of history. So... Yeah, gotcha. it's got a lot of history towards behind it, like a great cult following. So, mm-hmm. uh, for the next one, my show, Infinite Playlist. Anything you've been playing on the background? Um, I've been going back and listening to some Jet. Uh, yes. Lately. Uh, I really like using their album uh, Shine On to like clean up the house and stuff. I don't know, it's just a good album. Like I can yeah. listen to every song on that album. Yeah, they're definitely much more than just "Are you gonna be my girl?" Yes, way more than that. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think that was their best hit. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, "Rollover DJ." Yeah, I love that song. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I like the "She's a Genius" or "That Girl Is a Genius." That's a good one. Mm-hmm. And um, "Cold Hard Bitch" is another good one. Cold Hard oh, Bitch yeah. is great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I went back and was listening to some Rammstein. Which Ooh. I hadn't listened to in like fifteen years. Any album in particular? <laughs> um, my favorite of theirs is Mother, so that's probably okay. or, well Mutter, which yeah. is German for Mother. <laughs> um, and then today uh, I threw on some classic Metallica. Oh fuck yeah! Well, nice. Um, so uh, for our weekly theme, this week's is um, musician actors. Anybody that comes to your mind. Uh, that is an interesting one. Uh, I would say, I guess, yeah, the only one that immediately comes to mind is, is Justin Timberlake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that was for sure going to go on there, regardless of who was going to pick it. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and then, spe- oh, specific ahead. song? 
I I seriously can only think of uh, sexy back. Yeah, bring sexy back. It's a great song, dude. Oh, like totally. it's, it's it's amazing. So I remember I w- in college when I worked for the paper, and I'm gonna date myself when I say this. Um, I worked for the college paper, and I was a music movie critic, and I I remember I reviewed his first album. Oh, yeah. And I, I remember because I was like a metalhead kid at the time. And they're like, you have to review everything, not just, you know, what you want. I'm like, all right. <laughs> and so I reviewed that. I'm like, wow. That, I think that was my first pop awakening, actually. Now I think about it. I was like, this album's actually really good. <laughs> like, so, nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Now, you had also mentioned you might, you've thought about a, a cover better than the original. Can we know yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, it's like, so I told you I was listening to some Metallica, and I do like their covers. Mm-hmm. Um and so one that I definitely think is better than the original is Turn the Page. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Although my roommate would kill you because he's the biggest Bob Seger fan ever. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell him I said whiskey in the jar or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank awesome. you. Yeah, no worries. All right, and of course, our last question is based on the show I host every week. Uh, we have issues where we're talking about books comic books and everything like that um and i just want to know have you been reading anything with all this time um i've been slowly working my way through something is killing the children oh yes oh. <laughs> so yeah good. it's really good i think i'm on issue four am i on three or four mm-hmm. it's really good it's um, so fucking good and i read i it's not a long read but i i got my hands on um Nosferatu by uh, Marie Anger mm-hmm. who like she's just got a really 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 cool art style that I you know I'll read anything that that, uh, that she does so yeah that nice. was like a one afternoon read like but it was it was worth it it was cool let's see awesome I'm adding that to my list while we're talking so <laughs> <laughs> um, perfect uh awesome yeah one thing we've been doing and i kind of want to get your feedback back about this we don't have a lot of new comics to talk about so we've been breaking into our old graphic novels Mm -hmm. reviewing older stuff but one thing we decided to do is the entire group is going to read the same thing nice and uh we wanted to kick it with something that everybody could have access to and since we have marvel unlimited we're doing the we're doing the age of apocalypse in four chunks okay i don't know if you read that um god for forever ago i, I yeah I read it, so yeah because <laughs> yeah, me and host we have read it but the others haven't so it'd be an interesting conversation so totally. yeah, yeah that's what we've been reading uh mostly it's been kind of a it's it's been a weird couple episodes let's just put it that way oh, yeah. reviewing older graphic novels uh so but let's start talking about what we're here for um Obviously, we're welcoming you here, and we're very happy to have you. We want to talk, just get straight into it, about your book, uh, Finger Guns. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, so uh, I want to go ahead and start a bit before we talk about the book itself. Um, If we can kind of talk about how it came to be, um, how you and Val might have, uh, like, did you know each other beforehand? Were you hooked up by Vault or Mm -hmm. a mutual acquaintance? How did that all come to be? Yeah, um, so Finger Guns uh, originated from a dream that I had um, Mm -hmm. where I was kind of in first, like it was, I was in the dream. I was one of the kids that had the powers that you see in the book um, to affect emotions using finger guns. And um, so, yeah, like I woke up and wrote, wrote down 
thought about it for a while and was having a hard time thinking, you know, thinking of what I wanted to do with it. And, um, a friend of mine, Sabs Cooper helped me kind of get out of that rut and we co-wrote for a while and she left the project. Um, and then I pitched it to Vault uh, without an artist. And I met Val, uh, through, uh, an acquaintance of ours named Christoph Borgax, who's a good, uh, comic writer. He's got some good stuff coming. Particularly, mm-hmm. I would say, watch out for uh, volume from Scout Comics. Mm-hmm. He's doing that with Skylar Patrich, and like it just—it looks so rad. It's uh, you know punk punk rock aesthetic, uh, revolutionizing against you know the man keeping us down. It's like a world without music kind of thing. Anyway, uh, oh, that's yeah, cool. I'm looking Val, at it right now. That looks really awesome. Right, Skylar's got a great artist too. Uh, but so I met Christoph and then, yeah, he introduced me to Val when I was looking for a colorist on a personal project of mine. And so I hired Val and then I started looking through his portfolio and really liked what I saw. And so I brought him to Adrian and, uh, yeah, Adrian gave him a little, little test to have him design our characters and he killed it. So we went with, with Val. Nice. Nice. And that's, that's kind of one of the things um, that I really wanted to kind of focus on a little bit early on is uh, we have a, it's safe to say, a minor obsession with Vault Comics on our show. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> so, um, and I know Sir Thomas latched onto him really uh, closely because he is a new comic book reader and they're really relatively new companies. So it's not mm-hmm. hard for him to dive in deep, you know? Yeah. It's kind of hard to dive in deep with the Fantastic Four, for instance. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, um, bit of a difference. But yeah. So what's, what's it like working with Vault? I mean, it seems like a really rewarding creative atmosphere. It is. Um, Vault, those guys are great. Like, they love comics as much as you and I do. Uh, maybe even more. They've, they're just super passionate, and it shows in their work, and it shows in their commitment to bringing out the best in every book that they're put, putting their hands on. So it's been really great. Adrian's a fantastic editor. Uh, he works with you hand in hand. you know, we talk on the phone, uh, do a lot of emails back and forth. So like, it's just been pretty easy, really. Um, not much more to say, I guess. Just, yeah, <laughs> I gotcha. Um, and yeah, so, uh, we're, we're really big fans of it. And, um, we're discovering a lot of creators we really enjoy through it as well, uh, through uh, Vault. Now, um, I did want to also, before we get into the book itself, talk to you about the Creators for Comics thing Yeah, um, that is trending. Um, most most of the things I saw are actually expiring tomorrow, mm-hmm. uh, the, the auctions and such. Uh, for those who don't know, Creators for Comics is uh, all these comic book creators coming together, uh, raising money uh, to support the, basically the struggling comic book industry at the moment. Um, and uh, you can see some incredible stuff out there. And you are contributing to this as well. And I was yeah. hoping you could tell our listeners a little bit about it, even though it might be over by the time this, we have this conversation. It'd be nice for them to hear about it. Totally. Um, yeah. My So I'm teaming up with Val, um, the artist of Finger Guns, to do... We're doing one together where we're offering um, one of our exclusive covers that was going to be the exclusive for Emerald City Comic Con. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, one of those. Nice. Yeah, they're great. Uh, they're the they're our C cover, which was done by Jen Heckman, but they're done with a cool glitter spot finish on it. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really, really cool. Um, there's only 
about 500 of them in existence and you know they didn't get to be at a con so i don't even know how many of them actually sold from vault because they did sell them direct on their website but i don't know (laughs) if they sold out or or what but um yeah, I know so one anyway. person that has one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know Thomas has one as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're offering one of those uh, signed by both Val and I, which will be literally the first, the first comic that him and I have both signed together. So, bug. Whoever wins that, it gets to be the first helps. one to have both of our signatures on our book. That's pretty cool. Like yeah. that would be a really good one to have. And the cover is great because it's—I it, believe it's the wraparound cover mm-hmm. in yeah, addition to having the glitter on it. So, because um, I have the—I have the standard wraparound, but it's gorgeous. Like, <laughs> like yeah. I love this cover. Jen just killed it on that. They are such a good artist, and I—I'm so like I didn't even know that that variant was happening, and then they got announced, and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I was curious, did you, um, have you seen any other things uh, on the Creators for Comics that jumped at you that you're like, oh, I wish I could get that? Because our last show, we actually basically talked about Creators for Comics for about 30 minutes and <laughs> just read stuff we wanted, basically. So. Totally. Um, I think one of my favorites is uh, Chip Zdarsky's offering. which uh for those that don't know who are listening uh he will uh write you your own personal uh like sexy time like fan (laughs) fanfic story yeah erotica yeah yeah uh and he'll read it to you Uh, live over skype like that's just that's gonna be fun for whoever gets that i think it was really expensive at this point yeah, I remember one guy bid for twenty sixty nine, and I was like, I "No one it's... else bid. Just let him win." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's still like that's probably the longest. I really don't know if somebody tried to outbid that because, but that is perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, I, uh, that's been a good one. Or um, uh, like, it's not for me, but I think it's a really cool one. Uh, Liana Kangas and uh, Danny. Uh, I always forget their name. I'm bad with names. Hmm. Um, their handle is at Weirdogs. Uh, they did the Queen of Bad Dreams for Vault. Um, oh. Uh, they don't use their last name on Twitter a lot. Like right now, it's Danny Gay DeLorean. So, <laughs> <laughs> which is just amazing. Uh, but anyway, the two of them are like high into fashion and uh, makeup, and so they're offering like. Um, like a get ready with us makeup session with somebody. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a really creative, neat idea. That's actually one of the upcoming uh, musical themes for my show, whenever we get to it. Nice. (laughs) Um, One that, uh, or two real quick that jumped out at me that I thought were amazing. Uh, Me and Josue talked about them. Uh, Charles Soule is writing an original uh, Kylo Ren slash Ben Kenobi short story and he will share it only with the winner of it and if the winner doesn't want it shared no one else will ever see it whoa (laughs) (laughs) that's what we're like oh we want that so bad that would be rad and then the other one was who was in the dinner party Josue oh the Bendis Kelly Sue and Matt Fraction 
Yeah, a, a yeah. dinner party with the three of them. We because I love I love me some Matt Fraction, Kelly Sue, and Bendis is great too. Yeah. Totally. That'd be great too. So I did awesome. see that one and was like, I wish I could bid. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, we we were going through and I was like, Oh, I'm gonna bid on this. Nope, no, I'm, I just saw the first bid and I'm not gonna bid on this one. So. <laughs> yep, exactly. But it's awesome because we're raising a bunch of money, so that's really cool. Yeah. Totally. That's yep. been like the one like I haven't bid on anything because by the time I found everything, it's already bid like you know well over a hundred dollars or five hundred dollars exactly. or what have you. Uh, yeah. in which case I exactly like what you were saying. Like, I'm like, ah, oh, that sucks. But then I'm like, well, that's good. <laughs> right. That's good. But that's, yeah. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm actually, uh, I'm pretty excited with the way it's going. And, uh, I, I, I've been trying to check out the, um, lesser known creators too, which oh. I would recommend our listeners to do. Um, should this continue? I don't know if this is going to be in tomorrow, you know, or how often it's going to keep happening. But yeah, look out for those lesser known creators. You could probably find a really killer deal on something really cool that you could get into. So yeah, I've seen some cool like pack like packages of everything that a le- like a slightly smaller creator has ever mm-hmm. done. Uh, so like you can get like their entire you know catalog and get get it for you know. I think the bid was at like 60 something bucks, you know? Yeah, exactly. And it's like and five like, traits. <laughs> there's a couple like novelists, like giving signed copies of their novels and they're only at like $40. I'm like, I'll bid on that. Like, <laughs> that sounds awesome. So man, right uh, now at a uh, cosmic monkey, they found uh, the, the, the entire set of ex machina and the five specials. And they're selling it for like a hundred bucks. Oh, in single issues, like not, not trades. Nice. That's a good okay. shot, too. That's, yeah. that's great, dude. <laughs> All right. And so, uh, again, uh, related to this, uh, you did bring up, and I wanted to give you a chance to talk about the Comics Industry Collective. Yeah. So, uh, the Comics Industry Collective, I am a member of, uh, which, if you haven't heard of it, uh, is a group of perfect comic book professionals uh, who we're, we're trying to do our best to help save retailers right now. So we've we've gone and made a map which currently hosts over 600 shops, mm-hmm. um, where you, as a reader or a potential reader, can type in your zip code and see what shops near you are offering what kind of services uh, during the quarantine. Uh, so, like you know, if they are doing delivery or curbside pickup, or if they have a an online store, like we have that information. So just trying to kind of like connect shops and and uh potential buyers or customers and uh you know we're not stopping there we're working on um uh some kind of i don't want to say lessons but just helping shops figure out how to get online how to make their own website their own store you know use facebook to make a store that kind of stuff because uh like a lot of shops you know that we want to include on our map we you know they don't have an online presence Mm -hmm. so it's hard to connect with them both for us and for their customers so like that's kind of unfortunately it's not even the future it's the present right now where you kind of need to be online to be continuing any kind of sales so right yeah we're just doing our best to try and help shops stay open because they're the lifeblood of our industry right and it's just it's just it's so awkward right now because like there's there wasn't really a need for that for the substitute. Like if you wanted to go pick up comics, like you would go to the store because there was nothing better than that feeling of just like going inside and picking up your comics. And now mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah, I can imagine like so many stores like 
not really having one, not really having a website like beforehand because shit, nobody saw shit coming. Right. And yeah, now they're, you know, seemingly kind of dead in the water. Like you can't have anybody come into the shop. You got to have a way to communicate. So yeah, um, hopefully Another, uh, I, I hope the word keeps spreading on it so that we can help them do that. Yeah. No, yeah, a shop up here, Books with Pictures, like has been killing it mm. with like how they're running their online ser- uh, service. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that shop, um, and I'm actually I'm. They opened a sister store in Eugene, mm-hmm. uh, different owner, but you know, same franchise. And uh, I've gone. They just opened like right before shit hit the fan. With yeah. this. Uh, which just that's timing is so bad. And I've seen a a number of shops like that actually. So it sucks. And yeah, I'm trying to work with them to do some online stuff, send them some copies of finger guns and sign them, you know, so they kind of have something they can auction off or do whatever they want with, you know? Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, definitely check that out guys. Um, The website was 28 pages later. Yeah. 28pageslater.com. Great. And then um, on there, there's a place there where you can uh, provide the information for your local shops there. Uh, specifically, if it's a big open area where you don't see any shops, you know, listed on there, you can. Prov- uh, there's a link to help you provide that information to help everybody out. Yeah, absolutely. If uh, any retailers are listening or any uh, readers that know their shop isn't online or, you know, whatever, like, if you want your shop on our site, like, just hit us up. Because we're trying to get everybody if we can, but we've had to data mine it ourselves. So it's been a big collective effort with lots of hours put into just finding information on shops. So yeah, and I actually know a local shop that's not on the list, but I don't know if they're actually open at the moment. If they're even doing like pickup or whatever, so I'll have to call them and ask them. So absolutely awesome. Okay, great. Well, um, let's go ahead and move on. Let's talk about the book, because uh, that's why we're here. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm really excited to talk about it. Um, now, I need to let our listeners know, uh, we are in a very privileged situation being members of the Keek Network. Uh, we have read issue two. Uh, so, um, be jealous, I know. Uh, so, um, we are going to do our best not to, exp- not to spoil uh, issue two. I will. Uh, before you okay. continue, I'll say uh, issue two is available digitally uh, at this point. Oh, cool. There you um, go. <laughs> it was it was too late to stop the presses on that, um, and the book is printed physically. I actually Val and I I think own like the only copies of it physically right now because the rest are sitting in Diamond's warehouse. Yay! <laughs> uh, but yeah, like the money and everything had already been put through for both comiXology and the print and so like yeah it came out digitally on comiXology so you can read it now these guys were privileged and got to read it weeks before it came out (laughs) yeah yeah so um so check it out and uh but first of course check out the first issue now as uh as he mentioned this there is the glitter cover it is still available on vaultcomics.com nice so Pick it up. It's a limited run. Uh, and it'd be a great way to experience this book for the first time. And uh, you don't have to go directly you know, to the store or anything like that at this point to get it. You can order it online and then uh, pick up another copy when the stores open back up. So <laughs> um, now let's talk about it because uh, I we really enjoy this book. Um, 
as I said, we're big fans of Vault, so we're pretty much picking up every new series they're putting out. Mm-hmm. But this one really jumped out at me. Um, I, I the quality of, and I know um, you're the writer, but the first thing I have to brag about is the art. Uh, Val's art is incredible. Yeah, it is, and I right. I have no problem with that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's been great from the get go. He's really just kind of. He, he latched on. He liked the book and he got what I'm going for. And yeah, like, I mean, I think I've ever given him maybe personally, I've given him like two notes. Oh, <laughs> and man. I think Adrian's given him like five. Like his pages come in and they're just like, oh, yeah, this is perfect. Like it's the scene. Cool. <laughs> yeah. And like uh, one thing that comes up a lot when I when I read comics when I review them and I talk to creators specifically the artists but I'll bring it up with you as well um, the wardrobe mm-hmm. like if you're doing like a like a modern teenager story you got to get the wardrobe right mm-hmm. otherwise you kind of look out of touch you know and I just love the wardrobe like the little touches on the characters like the the cuffs on the jeans around the the ankles yeah. And just like the design of the shoes and the fact that like for the most part if someone's wearing a jacket, pretty much everybody else in the background's wearing a jacket, like there's no dis- disconnection between what is going on in the world. And uh, I, I realize that's the one thing that jumps out at me always is that. Um, and Josue, I remember you mentioned to me something about the uh, the jewelry. The jewelry. Do you remember what I'm talking about? The earrings. Oh, fuck, I, I have these in front of me. But, you know, <laughs> keep going. Okay, so uh, you noticed the, the the earrings that she wore in issue two. Uh, never mind. We'll move on from that. No, that's fine. Uh, uh, I like talking about that because... Um, yeah. So, like, Val has done a ton of research for the modern fashion, which kind of luckily, a lot of modern fashion is very 90s. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's three characters introduced in issue two uh that val and i like to call the s squad mm-hmm. um because their names are uh, sarah samantha and savannah perfect yeah that's <laughs> they're based on real people there's a family that i know uh, it's my brother-in-law's best friend's family uh all the women of which there are five i believe uh all their names start with an s and end with an a <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway, uh, yeah, their look is very, very, uh, like, modernized. Uh, I guess it's what's called e-girl fashion. And so Val watched, like, hours of TikTok to, like, do research for their outfits. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, he's done a lot of work, particularly on Sadie. She has different earrings and, like, a different outfit for every issue. Um mm-hmm. And they're based on like these acrylic earrings, and I love her earrings. Like I'm gonna get a tattoo something when oh, like quarantine right. is over, mm-hmm. um, and four finger guns, and like part of it is gonna incorporate the earrings. So yeah, like but, she wears the alien earrings in the first one, and yeah. So um, 
Yeah, I, I, I really like that. And it's nice to know that that's the detail you went to because that totally makes sense from what, you know, everybody looks like. And I like the little accessories of things like earrings or him, you know, wearing his headphones uh-huh. fairly yeah. constantly. <laughs> like, that's basically me. If anyone knows me in real life, I, I even have my headphones on my ears or around my neck. So <laughs> that's uh, another thing that'll be incorporated into the tattoo is Wes's headphones. So, <laughs> nice. and then that also leads me to, um, uh, on, on the Volt Comics website, they have merch up. And um, mm. there is a t-shirt for Finger Guns. Yeah. That I really like a lot of the t-shirts on this site, and I'm going to order several. But this is my favorite of the t-shirts. Oh, thanks. Yeah, um, it's based on Val's ish, uh, issue two cover, and mm-hmm. I love it. Um, yeah, I bought one for... Uh, me, my wife, and my son, we all got one. <laughs> <laughs> it's really great, guys. Check that one out. And uh, it's it's just really cool. And it'll look good on, like, because some, like, uh, licensed logos and stuff, like, kind of look forced on product. I'm not saying any of vaults, but I'm just saying in general. And this one just looks like an awesome T-shirt. It just looks <laughs> great on black, especially, so... Awesome. Um, all right. And so let's talk about the story. Now, you mentioned earlier that this was based on a dream that you had about um, basically using finger guns. And that's kind of the summary of this. And I remember when this was first announced and I went to our local store, Samurai Comics, shout out to them. And I was like, hey, I'd like to add uh, finger guns to my pull. And they're like, the, the girl behind the counter is great. She always helps me, but she she wasn't sure what I was talking about. I was like, oh, it's by Vault. It's coming out soon. I guess it had just been announced when I when I'd asked for it, and it wasn't available yet. But um, hmm. I remember one of them, one of the people working there, was like, "What's it about?" And I'm like, "Well, as far as I understand, it's about kids with finger guns." <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and I always I'm like, "This is a very difficult comic to explain it is. to people." <laughs> and I was like, "So, how do you pitch it to people? I want to hear your pitch." Sure. Um... <laughs> My elevator pitch has become two troubled teens, like where two teens with troubled home lives discover that they can manipulate emotions using various finger guns. Nice. And uh, I usually finish it with uh, friendship and trouble ensue. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Okay, so pulling back the curtain, we've actually done this interview before, but we lost the copy. <laughs> so, was that there? <laughs> so i'm glad you said that because you reminded me of something i wanted to talk about we had this discussion last time and i love that we had this discussion i want to have it again to you it's important to state this is a friendship yeah it is yeah. thanks for bringing that up um yeah i've actually had some people either straight up ask me or kind of like point like there was one fan he reached like tagged me on a tweet uh responding to somebody else talking about like hey not all characters need to like fall in love with each other and i was like i promise you that will not happen like this is a a friendship there's zero sexual tension between sadie and wes like you know there might be some moments where they hug or something but i promise you it's completely asexual i have no intentions of forcing love upon these two 
<laughs> they have bigger things to worry about. Exactly. <laughs> I, I honestly didn't see that coming out. Coming out like when I was reading it, it's just like these are just two dudes, or just two people just being friends. Like I didn't, I didn't see like the ship, and I'm and I'm one for like I'm always like looking out for the next one too. But for this <laughs> one, like I, it wasn't really there for me. It was just like these two people just trying to like to figure the shit out together. Totally. I'm glad that 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 it read that way. That's how I tried very hard to focus on continuing to write it. Like, you know, I don't want to write anything that goes, hey, they're not gonna make out or anything. But like, I wanted to like, never give that vibe to and it's not always the easiest thing to get across. So I'm glad it is coming across well. Yeah, definitely. Um, And you know what? I mean, that's part of, honestly, part of being a fan of something is looking for stuff like that. And obviously, we'd never look down on anybody for thinking, oh, that'd be great. Or or even like the, quote, head canon, if you will, of somebody. That's fine. You know, believe what you want. And, you know, imagine that. And if that makes you happy, great. But the whole important thing is, is like don't expect it to happen (laughs) because that's the way you want it to happen. And I I think there's a lot of critical like analysis out there right now that is not based on the quality of something so much is based on what i wanted to happen did not happen and i'm very upset about that (laughs) right yeah i see that a lot too and yeah it can be frustrating sometimes yeah so i'm glad you're being upfront about it so we can tell the fans straight up hey it's not gonna happen enjoy the ride (laughs) yeah (laughs) exactly yeah (laughs) so that's great um Another thing I wanted to bring up that we talked about last time is dogs. Dogs, um, yes. <laughs> several dogs in this book. Yeah, um, we've got some good, some good pups. <laughs> so um, you're a dog person, I'm assuming? Yeah, I've got a couple. <laughs> a couple. And uh, did you base these dogs on yours or other people's dogs? or? Um, no. The closest is... Um, so we have one recurring dog that you will see. His mm-hmm. name is Chester, and um, uh, he is not the same color, but uh, he's same basic uh, like breed of uh, Val's dog. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> his name is B Dog, uh, which uh, they say stands for best dog, and uh, <laughs> he's pretty great if you follow Val on twitter or instagram uh, which he's at fishmas like fish christmas um, <laughs> he is uh you'll see some pics of b-dog and like b-dog is like this i don't know he has this energy about him like he's a really happy looking dog but it's like a manic happy like he looks like he knows something that you don't <laughs> <laughs> i love i love b-dog and i've never met him in my life <laughs> that's awesome uh so and then if i remember correctly you have a dog that i adore and <laughs> yeah. follow on twitter <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah one of my two dogs well so they're they're themed together their names are hella and thor Fuck and yeah. uh <laughs> thor is a is a corgi so uh if you want to you can follow at mighty thorgy on twitter and uh see some of his exploits from time to time (laughs) it's 100 percent worth a follow for the record (laughs) yeah he's pretty he's pretty freaking adorable so (laughs) i remember there was a tweet 
a while ago that was just a picture of him being like stay safe in quarantine and i was like oh <laughs> that was pretty great so yeah, yeah i think that might be the last one i posted too i'm not like i'm not on it every day i just don't yeah. have time and energy for that but uh yeah thor awesome. thor knows you guys need to stay safe out there <laughs> that's right all right so back to the book itself um as you said these are kids coming from homes that aren't the most stable i guess would be the way i'd put it mm-hmm. and but but um it's two completely different kinds of unstable homes yeah yeah I really... and i think i think that's really interesting that you that you you approach it that way because it's really easy to just you know use the cliche broken home or you know something like that but like it's kind of ignoring the trauma of some kids, you know, like to just think that's what it is. So as soon as I got the idea behind both of their situations, I was, I was like, I really, really like this. I like the fact that we're looking at it like this and it will lead to interesting discussions between the two of them one day, I'm sure. Yeah. That's the hope. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I, I grew up in some troubled, you know, homes. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. My parents have been divorced since I was two. I had some abusive stepfathers, um, things like that. And then, and um, my uh, the way that Wes's home is troubled is is very different than what you might typically think of. And it's mostly just that like his dad is always at work, um, and so he's kind of kind of neglected. Like you know, his dad still cares. His dad leaves him money for pizza things like that tells him he should go to bed, but like, you know, he does it through texts and notes and, you know, he's just not around. He's not always there. And I know that, you know, there's a lot of kids that are like that. And I kind of experienced it in high school. My parents, I was living at my dad's house and um, him and my stepmom both started working night shift. So they were just kind of never around and it was weird and not, always as cool as what everyone would think and so like i just thought that was a cool perspective to bring to it yeah definitely um and it's uh, i i really like the book so far i like the potential of it um when again we're trying not to spoil our issue too <laughs> but uh with it being available digital go go read it guys it's great um the potential of different finger guns uh-huh. Not just a basic, and well, we can spoil the first one. You you point a finger at someone and they get upset and angry, like irrationally angry. Uh-huh. But we discover that if you do it with two fingers, it has a different effect. And I like the potential for that and where that can go and the different things that they can find out. And uh, um, yeah, I just I, I'm just curious about that. Like, um, we are going to see more than two. I'm assuming we are. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll see more than two. Um, promise you, including I'll tell you, you'll see your next one in issue three. Ooh, uh, uh, okay. So, and I don't, I don't know exactly when issue three is coming out and what the plan is for it. Um, you know, everybody's trying to figure everything out right now. So, uh, yeah, of course. Just for now, I guess all I can say really is like keep your eyes peeled for at least the digital release, um, possibly still a physical release, especially certain you know diamond and certain publishers are talking about shipping yeah by like either the end of april or the end of uh, may so Mm -hmm. hopefully we get to continue uh sending this book out on a somewhat regular basis but anyway um 
yeah, like that was kind of the, you know, uh, at least for the initial issue or two where you, you're seeing the two very polar opposite finger effects from the finger guns uh, of anger and calm is how uh, we usually refer to them in the scripts. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it was kind of a yin yang, you know, Sadie and West play off of each other and they come from different backgrounds and different homes. And so it all kind of just kind of works together pretty well. I've been pretty happy with it. Yeah. What kind of came across? uh, Yeah. To kind of go off of that, I just want to add that, like how I read it was um, if it was like by subconscious, basically by who these two people are, Wes being neglected at home, he kind of, he's becoming jaded. So it almost like a subconscious, like finger throw. And it's like, well, I just want to piss off the whole world too. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Sadie, she's so like, she's such a kind spirit that, like, honestly, I, I feel like, well, from what we know, she really ultimately wants to be there for her mom. So it's mm-hmm. like almost like she subconsciously threw out like the other gun to just, if anything, for one person in the world, she just wants to make one person feel better. And I don't, it just yeah. kind of says to like, she's just such a um, a pessimistic optimist. That's why I love <laughs> about her. <laughs> she's a peacemaker. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot. Uh, that there's a lot of good reasons to like Sadie. She's very charismatic and very, I don't know, I just felt, especially early on in the story as I was writing it, like I really gravitated towards liking Sadie a lot. Um, I don't know, she came really easy. She was really easy to write. And Wes, I had to figure out a little bit more and maybe that's why he's a little more based on me. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, like, uh, you kind of hit the nail on the head. Uh, she's the way that the two play off of each other and the way that Sadie is just, you know, this, she has a deep care for her mom and, you know, like she's, she's a good friend. Yeah. She's a really good person. And you can see that, like, even though she has her own attitude, so to speak, um, she's, yeah, like she, I, I always refer to her as like the actual cool girl. Right. <laughs> like she's not the girl who's cool or popular because she wants to be. She just is because she's just a really cool person. Gotcha. Yeah. And what I think is interesting is, uh, and as Sway said, they kind of own their, own, like that the one finger point is his. And the two favorite uh, point is hers. Other way, but yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. So um, so they um, if you look at the the cover we were talking about that became the T-shirt, mm-hmm. and the fact that they're both using different ones, and I just mm-hmm. thought that was kind of an interesting little detail that you know it wasn't just as simple as oh they're both doing the finger gun, you know, like there's a little bit of detail in that that they're doing. Yeah, I mean that's kind of I so like. You know, part of the reason that I'm sure I dreamt about using finger guns is because I do use them uh, from time to time. And I always use two fingers because, I don't know, that's just the way that feels right to me. And I know (laughs) that other people will only use one when they do it. And so, like, that was kind of like, oh, well, like, so, yeah, you have different ways of doing it that could do different things. (laughs) Yeah, I put one, actually, now that I think about it. I'm doing two. It's like... Ah, it's not really my style. It's not my style. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I do one as well. Your, but... your finger gun <laughs> will come to you naturally. <laughs> awesome. Um, 
All right. So, Josue, I want to open up to you. Did you have any questions at this time? Um, I just wanted to, like, I'm, I'm curious because, like, uh, yeah, we did, I did kind of bring this up last time, too. Um, the music, like, will that be played out, play, play more into the story? Yes, in, to an extent, at least. Like, yeah. um, music has become kind of important to the story. Um, like, it, I didn't set out to do that, mm-hmm. uh, but it just kind of has. And Val and I are both uh, musicians who love music. We have a lot of similar tastes. Um, he probably goes a little bit more underground than I do. Okay. Um, but, like, you know, we both love, you know, like, punk and industrial and you know some metal and a lot of dip like we're both pretty eclectic aside from like i'm sorry if this offends anyone i do not like country music so <laughs> uh, i just can't do it but anyway um yeah so like wes always listens to his headphones you mentioned right. that and um between that and like so we see him buying like an album in issue one and there's lots of fun Easter eggs in that scene in the record store that Val snuck in there. And there's references to other artists and dance parties. And, you know, we have a lot of fun with music. It's kind of become a companion to the story. And so we did playlists to go along with it. There's two out right now on Spotify. If you look up like Finger Guns on Spotify, you can see our two playlists. Um, issue. Yeah, the third playlist is coming hopefully soon. Nice. Val and I still have to make it. <laughs> yeah, because so, um, yeah. I, I wanted to bring it up because like that, that scene, the record store scene, Like, there's so many comics that, that put the characters in a record store, but you, they just put the just small details of like just for the setting. But in your book, you, you, Val kind of goes out of his way to make the albums detailed, to make them recognize what, like, oh shit, I do know what that album is. Um mm-hmm. And so I just I just really like that because it's like it's something that you don't have to do, but then you do just for the sake of like that detail of like if you did like list if you do know the album, it's like oh shit, like he's picking up the talk, uh, talking heads as he's walking out, and like and you can just yeah. relate to Wes even more. Exactly. Um, but the the one where it stuck for me is like this is gonna be a special book for personally for me is like when he's introducing Val and he's like this album changed my life, and it kind of did for me too, and for like it. Was, the cover was just so obvious that it has to be Green Day, American Idiot. And yeah. I had listened to like so many albums before 2004, but for myself as well, I think that was like the first time it actually, a concept album actually clicked for me and what it was. Mm-hmm. And, and I, and, for, and since then I kept defending American Idiot. It's like, Oh, like that's when they went pop. It's like, but I don't care. Like you're not listening to the story in the album. <laughs> I mean, I always kept defending yeah. it. And, I always just had to get to What's Your Name, and I love, love that song so much. Yeah, that's one of my favorites, too, and it, it does suck that it's the last song on the album. But, <laughs> um, but, you know, it's good as the last song on the album. And, yeah, like, that was a big album for me, too. Um, uh, you know, I had other loves before American Idiot, but, like, that was kind of the similar of what you're saying of, like, a concept album and it came and, and like I did my research on like what the story was about and then I listened to it all over again and then I replayed it a bunch of times and I've watched like bad footage of the um the Broadway production and stuff oh, okay. like that yeah nice. so yeah it's a it's a great album and like so yeah like that's kind of like where I say like Wes is a lot like me 
you know, he likes rock and punk and yeah, I kind of yeah. talk through him sometimes. Oh, awesome. No, yeah, cause I, I just really appreciate like the, that there's at least like a music element through like through the book. Yeah. I think like, like I said, I never like went out, set out to do that, but as a musician and a person who really, really loves music in general, like, I, I don't know, maybe it was inevitable. <laughs> I gotcha. All right. Well, um, everybody, we want you to go ahead and check out Finger Guns. Um, as he said, uh, issue two is available online. Uh, and keep out for the physical release once everything gets going. Uh, check out vaultcomics.com for all the merch and for the, uh, the exclusive cover we mentioned before. Uh, mm-hmm. Pick up the shirt. Uh, you'll wear it to a con. I'm sure uh, Justin will be really excited to see you in it. So Absolutely. <laughs> once we have cons again, that is. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Whatever that is. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, anything else else you want to wrap up with? Uh, nothing that comes to mind. Uh, I I would have. I'm I'm trying my best not to bring out the issue out because I got the glittery one. And it's like there's only so many times I can take it out, and I'm pretty sure I'm running. It's running its course <laughs> before I can get it. <laughs> nice. Um, all right. Well, uh, again, thank you so much for working with us, Justin, and uh, showing up for the interview. We appreciate it. Uh, of course. Uh, Thanks for having me. Of course. I'm out. Uh, You're always welcome. If you ever have anything to promote, you can always uh, reach out to us. I'm sure Thomas will be more than happy to hear from you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, Check us out on geek-network.com. And also check us out on all of our social medias at GN podcasts. Uh, That is Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, Also, uh, Check out Justin at Emo Comic Writer on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And check out his adorable dog at Mighty Thorgy on Twitter. <laughs> he, he, you might get more out of following that one. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Get some All adorable right. dog pics. <laughs> also, and of course, check out uh, Creators for Comics and seeing if there's anything you can do to contribute. Uh, thank you, everybody, so much for joining us. And um, have a great week. This has been a Geek Network production.